Hi. Oh my. Do we have a lot to catch up on? I don't even know where to start. I first of all, how are you? How are you? How are we doing? Are we okay? Why was January the longest year of my life? My birthday's in January too. Okay, I'm officially 25. Shout out to all my Aquarius babies out there. Happy birthday to us. It's our time to shine. Officially 25 years old. I definitely feel like that sealed the deal with my frontal lobe. She's there. She's fully developed. We'll chat about that at another time. But why was January a year long? Let's start off with that. Okay. That was the longest year. That month was the longest year of my life. Okay. We are officially in Nashville. Okay. There's the spoiler. You guys probably already know at this point, listening to this episode, you know that Nash and I are officially in Nashville. I know it's a lot. It's a mouthful. His name is everywhere. Isn't it funny? We will go to like coffee shop or whatever. We'll order food and they're like, what's the name for the order? And he'll be like Nash and they'll kind of look up and they'll be like, are you from here? And he's like, no, I'm from California. And they're like, oh, okay. Thinking like he was from here and his parents like named him Nash, which you know what? If they love the city of Nashville and you know somebody that's from Nashville named Nash or Knoxville named Knox, so be it. So be it. Some names are, are coming out from, from the woodworks right now. I'm seeing a lot of crazy names on the internet, cute ones, but I'm like, how creative is that? Uh, so we, we're here and I just really want to catch up with you guys on today's episode. I don't know necessarily when I'll be releasing the next one. Like I just need to like catch up with you guys because I miss you guys so much. Truly. It has been too long. It's been way too long. This break has been absolutely horrible. I feel like we broke up for a second or we had to take a break and I don't even believe in breaks in relationships. I, and I hated that. I hated that for us, but we're back. I'm sitting in my living room. Hopefully it's not too echoey on the microphone. I don't have my office set up or my future podcast room set up at all. We're just, we're here. I'm scrambled. So bear with me here, but I just, I really missed you guys. And I feel like we needed to kick off season two with just a little catch up, a little breather, because honestly, so much has happened and I need to be very transparent with you right now. I'm recording this episode, uh, a day after I was (sighs) bullied on the internet. I don't even know what to say. Is it bullied on the internet? I don't want to play victim here, but um, yeah, yesterday I was harassed and bullied on the internet from due to a man creating a fabricated story and a fake story about uh, me. And he thought it was a joke. He thought it was satire, um, which if he thinks that that's satire, boy, does he have quite a lot to do in the comedy world because that was not satire. Satire is pretty easy to distinguish between what is real and what is satire. And satire is supposed to be comical. And what he did was not funny. Um, And yeah, ended the day off with getting um, horrible... I mean, horrible messages for 24 hours. It was, yeah, it was brutal, you guys, but we're not going to get into that right now. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to debrief exactly what the fuck went down with that and everything about just, I don't even know. So just bear with me because yesterday was a mentally draining day to be dragged on the internet for something that you did not do and was not true and just 
I got hundreds upwards in the thousands of messages in a 24 hour period that his video went so viral. It hit 3 million views in less than 24 hours. Thank God he did end up taking it down. He had to, because I was getting um, messages of people telling me to off myself, which is insane. I don't want this to be gross. I don't want this to be like the energy. Like this is not the energy that I want in my life or on my podcast or on my social media platforms. And I'm so sorry that we had to go through that. But I just want you guys to know that the mental space that I'm in right now is just I'm exhausted. I am. Yesterday was a lot. I already planned on like today was the only day that I had time to myself because Nash is, what is he doing? What is Nash doing? Let's say it together. He is golfing. Mm -hmm. Yep. There we go. We could have all really, we could have all seen that one coming. Um, But yeah, so I only have like this period of time to myself and I plan, I was like so excited Saturday. I'm going to be alone. I'm going to go to home goods. I need to get some stuff there. I'm going to record my podcast episode. And then yeah, everything kind of went down yesterday. So we're still trudging along. We're still pushing through, but I'm going to debrief every single thing that happened another time because I just don't want to get into that. I'm still kind of processing what went on, but let's talk about moving across the motherfucking country because that I was already exhausted from that. And then having to go through that yesterday, I'm like, I am, I have like a very thin string that is holding me together right now. I don't know how somehow I'm still just mentally here. I'm really not, but I am trying my best. So let's chat about the move because the move, you guys, the move was so stressful. It was so stressful. If you're planning on moving across the country, don't. No, I'm kidding. It really wasn't horrible now that we're through it, now that we're moved in, now that we're like kind of settled. We're only like four days moved into our place. Uh, But it was the most draining thing I've ever done in my life. So let's run, let's run it back. Okay. Let's run it back. Let's run back the timeline. So January 14th was the day. There's going to be, I'm, I'm whipping out the full timeline. January 14th was a Sunday. That was the day that, wait, hold on. Hold, please. Let me just double check on these dates before I like give you guys like false information. Okay. I was right. January 14th was a Sunday. That was the day that Nash and I were planning on like our one-way flight out of Reno was January 14th. We had that flight booked for like a month and a half, almost two months. The movers were going to come and take all of our shit on the 13th, the day before on Saturday. We were going to stay in a hotel room on the 12th and 13th, and that was going to be it. Super easy peasy. We were ready to go. We were packing, doing all the things. The week prior on Saturday, January 6th, a massive snowstorm hit Reno. And a lot of you guys, I know this is anytime I say a massive snowstorm, all my Canada girlies and all of my Northern attitude girlies where everybody's in the North, they're like, you got a sprinkle of snow compared to what I deal with. God bless. You're right. But for me, it was massive. Let me live my life. This is my podcast. So massive snowstorm hit Reno on the Saturday prior to, and I was getting worried because I was like, dude, we're supposed to get weathering next week, like really bad weathering. Okay. This was okay. Oh my God. This is just insane. So on the seventh Sunday, the seventh, I was like, I'm getting a little nervous. Like, I don't know if we should move our movers to prior, like earlier than Saturday, because the entire week of January 7th through January till we were going to leave on the 14th, 
the only, so that seven day period, the only day that was expected to get any weathering was Saturday the 13th when the movers were going to come to our home to grab all of the shit and drop it off at U-Haul. So I hope you guys are following. I know there's a lot of dates and numbers and stuff. So I was getting nervous because I was like, we were only supposed to get a little bit of snow this past Saturday and it ended up dumping. What if that happens next week when the movers are here? Like, They won't be able to do it, A and B, if they tried to. Like, their safety's at jeopardy. I'm not okay with that. So I give the movers a call. I was like, hey, we're supposed to get weathering the day, like, on Saturday that you guys are supposed to move us. Like, would you be okay with maybe pushing the move or doing the move a little bit sooner? Like, are you available Friday? He's like, I really appreciate you thinking of us. Like, I don't want, you know, my movers, I'm scared of their safety. And I'm like, I am too. So he's like, we can't do Friday the 12th, but we can do Thursday the 11th. And I looked at Nash. I was like, fuck it. Let's do it. I was like, all right, put it in the books. We're going to do it. I call U-Haul and I was like, hey, our pods, like we need our pods earlier on the 11th. They're like, no problem. We switched the pods to earlier. I called the hotel. I booked the hotel for the 11th and 12th instead of 12th and 13th. And then I rebooked the flight from instead of leaving on Sunday the 14th to Friday the 12th. Does that make sense? Are we following everybody? I know this is a lot, okay? So basically it's Sunday and instead of leaving in that next, like the week from then, you know, Sunday, we were pretty much needed to be packed up and moved out by pretty much Wednesday because the movers were coming Thursday. So it's like, oh shit, instead of five days to pack, we only have three days. And when you take away two days in the moving world, two days literally is like two years to pack. Okay. Two extra days to pack your stuff is a lot. So Nash and I, from the moment we hung up the phone, I was like, all right, dude, we got to get to packing. Like we have three days to get everything fucking packed and get it going. So he's like, okay, let's do this. So luckily all the way back in like October, November, uh, Nash and I already had purged our closets. We got rid of furniture. We weren't going to, you know, we actually gave a ton of furniture to our friends. I gave pretty much my entire closet, not entire closet, but a lot of my closet to all of my close friends that were in Reno. We started purging, um, shit way prior to the move. So that was great. And I am also going to do a moving podcast and detail and break down every single thing about the move. My biggest pieces of of advice. That's probably going to be honestly, the next episode is just breaking down like the um, details of the move, how to move, what to do, how we did it, what we suggest, what we don't because moving across the country, what a life lesson that was. So luckily most of the stuff was like, we didn't need to purge. We didn't need to do anything. We just needed to pack up everything. So we went to U-Haul, we got a bunch of boxes and we just started packing. So for pretty much like 72 hours straight, You guys, on my aura ring, it tracked that I walked 20 miles, almost 20,000 steps in my home. I did not leave the house for three days straight because I was packing. I wish I was joking. I maybe left the house like one time, but I wasn't working out. I was not like eating clean because Nash and I were having to eat out. All of our food at that point was gone and we were like starting to throw out stuff, save stuff, whatever. You know what I mean? Like we couldn't we had to get rid of everything pretty much or give it to our friends. So I literally walked 20,000 steps and didn't step a foot outside of my home per day. That is, or 20 miles, 20 miles in your home. Could you imagine in like a 
900 square foot little townhome and there's floors. We had uh, technically three floors, but it was like two sets of stairs. So it was just nuts. It was nuts. We pack um, amidst this. I have to do like a photo shoot. I have consultation calls because I booked all of my work for that Monday to Wednesday thinking I had Thursday, Friday to like pack, get everything ready. But instead of, you know, instead of having the Thursday, Friday, hide the two days, aka the two years in the moving world, Everything was happening all at once. But I was like, you know what? I'm ready for this. Like when it rains, it pours. I was amidst my follicular phase. I had just finished my period. So I was feeling actually fucking fantastic. I could not imagine being in my luteal phase during the time of this move. I would be, I'm in my luteal phase right now. Like I'm probably 20 minutes away from starting my period. I would not be okay. So luckily I was like, I've got high energy. Yes, I'm exhausted, but like I'm ready to go. So whirling dervish, packed the whole house. Everything was good to go. Okay. Everything was good to go. Monday to Wednesday. Wednesday the 10th, the day before the movers are coming, Nash and I get everything packed. We're ready to go. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so excited. We make our way over to the hotel room because we stayed the night um, of the 10th and the 11th before like the flight on the 12th, whatever. I don't know. I might be getting dates mixed up, but I'm looking at my calendar right now. So we get there, we get to the hotel in the afternoon. I was really excited because I wanted to pack everything and get everything done. So then Wednesday we could just chill at the hotel and not have to worry about like packing until midnight on Wednesday night before the movers come, right? Like I'm trying to over-prepare instead of under-prepare. So we get to the hotel. Oh my God. Oh my God, I PTSD. We get to the hotel and all of a sudden I look outside and we're kind of up high on like a floor in our hotel and I'm looking at the mountains and I'm like, it's it's looking a little like purpley dark gray in the sky. I'm like, what? What's that? I checked the weather app. We're supposed to get a little bit light snow for like three, maybe four hours. So light snow, three to four hours in Reno. It's just a little sprinkle dust, right? N- nothing, like really nothing. I'm like, that's not a problem. It'll definitely melt by tomorrow. It'll the roads won't even be like you know packed with snow. We'll be totally fine. So I'm chilling. We're chilling in the hotel room. We're just relaxing. We took a little steam shower. We got some sushi and I'm looking outside and it starts fucking dumping snow. When I tell you it was the largest snowflakes I've ever seen in my life, I was like looking at Nash. I'm like, this is not good. This is not good. And Nash is looking at... (laughs) Now I have trust issues with Nash because he's looking out the window and he's like, this is not bad, babe. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to stop soon. It's going to be fine. It's not even that bad. An hour goes by, still fucking dumping, even worse now. He's still looking out the window. Nash is delusional. Okay, let's just get that out of the way. He's like, it's fine. It's fine. I turned to him. I was like, Nash, it's dumping snow. It's not going to stop. I was like, look at the skies. This is not like just one little cloud that's pissing snow. The It's dark gray purple and it's three o'clock. Like it's basically pitch black outside. It's dumping snow. This is not going to stop. Like this is going to, this is going to ride out for the next few hours. So I was basically in bed, if you can imagine me, in bed, just staring out the window for hours on end, just watching I was just basically watching like our move not going to happen. So I'm sitting there. I'm just like freaking out internally. I'm like depresso espresso in bed and I'm just staring at the window. (laughs) Like so dramatic, so dramatic. The drama. Okay. Nash is delusional. I'm dramatic. We're sitting there. Nash has the best attitude about this. And he's like, no, it's going to be fine. It's not going to be a problem. Like they do really good with clearing the the roads here. It's not even going to stick to the road. It's fine. 
Okay, you guys, when I tell you that it, I'm not even kidding you when I tell you that it, it dumped for like 10 and a half fucking hours. We were only supposed to get light sprinkle of two to three hours. It dumped for 10 hours. Massive snowstorm. Okay. Massive snowstorm that hit the ground. We go outside. We wake up. I go to bed. I'm depressed still. I wake up. Just snow is everywhere. Snow is everywhere. We, it was probably like, mm, okay, you know, remember, remember me saying like the Northern attitude girlies, like you guys are going to make fun of me, but it was probably like a foot and a half of snow. Okay. You're probably sitting there laughing your ass off. LMFAO, right? But for me, when we're supposed to move and we have U-Haul trucks that were literally built in the 1800s, if any of you guys have driven a U-Haul truck or a moving truck, they don't fucking upkeep on those trucks, you guys. Like those were literally built back in 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 the good old days. Uh, and for some reason they just don't upgrade the trucks often the wheels are basically balding and you can't put chains on them because it will literally pop the tires of the wheels. So there's just no way. Like you cannot drive a U-Haul truck in the snow. You just can't. You can't do it. So I, we wake up in the morning and I was like, okay, let's just like, I hadn't heard from the movers yet. And the movers were supposed to like be going to U-Haul at 8am, picking it up at 8am sharp. We head over to our house and our cars, we still have our cars, by the way, because our cars are, we shipped our cars as well, which I'll talk about in the like moving episode. Um, But we were pretty much waiting for the transportation services that we use to pick our cars up that entire week. I honestly thought that our cars were going to be picked up like the Monday to Wednesday we're in the hotel room, like Wednesday. Between those three days, I thought that it was just going to be like done then our cars were going to be gone, but we still have them. So I'm still worrying about getting our fucking cars out. Like I didn't know what was going to happen then to add on. So we're driving back. We have Nash's truck. It's only a two wheel drive. My car is still at the house and cause we didn't obviously expect it to now. So we're fish channeling. Oh God, his car is just, we're basically, you know, on the little cup, spinny cups ride in Disneyland going drive, trying to drive back home. We end up making it home. Thank God. And the movers call. And I was like, okay, so what's the update? He's like, yeah, I just, the, I called U-Haul and they haven't cleared any of their driveway or anything there. It looks like the U-Boxes, the pods, whatever. They're called U-Haul U-Boxes, but they're basically, their pods. It's just, I feel like pods is easier to say. So he's like, yeah, the pods are like just not cleared. There's no way we're going to be able to get in. We're going to have to push this back. And I was like, okay, like when can you do it? And he's like, it's probably going to have to be Monday. I was like, um, what are you talking about? Excuse me, sir. What? I was like, well, we had our original date for Saturday. So is there any way we could just do go back to Saturday? He's like, yeah, like it should, you know what? Let's just do Saturday. It should be cleared, should be fine by then. And I was like, okay, I'm just sitting there. I'm not even mad. I'm not. I I genuinely, and honestly, you guys didn't have any menti bees. I was just sad. A menti bee for me is like more explosive, I would say. But I just was sitting there and I was crying. And Nash was really sad too. He's like, it's okay. Like everything happens for a reason. And I just was like, I want to get the fuck out of here. Like when your entire life is packed up and your home that you are in doesn't even feel like a home and you're staying at a hotel and you're now going to be living out of suitcases, like you just want to get the fuck out. Not only am I not patient, you guys know that patience is not one of my virtues, nor will it ever be. I'm just a very impatient person. 
on top of that. But I just was at that point. I was like, I just want to be with my family, which is exactly where we were supposed to be going the next day, right? The movers were supposed to come today. We're supposed to get on our flight tomorrow. Like now you guys know, obviously we moved closer to my family, um, in Nashville. So I was like, I just need my fucking parents. Like I want my mom. I'm so tired. Like I just want this to be over. But I was like, you know what? It is what it is. We'll just be in the hotel room for a couple days. I changed the flights there. I changed the flights from Friday back to Sunday. We moved the U-Haul U-boxes to be picked up back to Sunday and the mover or Saturday and the movers back to Saturday. So we're on our way home. We stay there for a few hours because I'm still waiting to hear for our cars, if we could still get our cars dropped off. And um, so we wait there for like an hour or two at our home, and then we decide to go back to the hotel. And when we're driving back to the hotel, like the sun is out and it wasn't snowing anymore, and the roads are already starting to slushy. So I'm like, you know what? Let me just – like the roads are kind of fucking clear right now. I was like, let me just try to call the movers and be like, hey, like – do you think we could do this? So I called them and I was like, Hey, like, I was just wondering the roads are kind of clearing up right now. Like, is there any way that like we could possibly get out today at all? Like uh, anything that you think we could do? And he's like, yeah, it's honestly like not looking too bad. Let me call you haul. So he calls you haul basically long story short. He gives me a call back. He's like, we're fucking moving today. Let's do this. And I was like, hell yeah. So nationally go grab breakfast really quickly we drive back to our home and basically the movers end up coming and they move all of our shit. So, um, we change the flights back. I call my parents cause I call my parents crying. I was like, we have to wait. I have to go until Sunday again, like blah, blah, blah. And then I call my mom back like 15 minutes later. I'm like, we're fucking coming mom. And she was like, so excited. So we were really excited too. And, uh, basically, yeah, basically the movers, we've got four pods. I'll explain every bit of detailing with the move and everything like that. The movers get everything out. It only took about, I would say three and a half, maybe three hours. Yeah. Three hours to like pack everything in there. And they end up dropping it off at U-Haul. We go back to the hotel, we have a dinner and then we, you know, go to bed and basically get up, get on our flight the next day. So we land in Nashville and also by the way, with our cars. So we ended up dropping our cars off at Audi. I have an Audi and Nash has a Ford and one of my dad's best friends from childhood. He has been um, a GM at Audi. He's worked in the car industry forever, but he was like a GM at Audi in the Bay Area for many, many, many years. He's at Porsche now. He, you know, he's in the car industry, whatever. So he knows so many people at Audi. So he gave a call to the Audi dealership in Reno and we were using carriers through them. We used Fox carriers, I think it's called. Um, But that was through, he works with them, my dad's best friend through Porsche and he's worked with them through Audi as well. So he kind of took care of all of that for us. I'm going to try to get more details for you guys on shipping your cars out and like get all that information for you guys for that episode. So I can give you like specific details on like what we used and stuff, but he kind of took care of that for us, which was really great. So we ended up dropping my cars off at Audi Reno and we expected them to be picked up either that day or the next day. They weren't picked up for like a week and a half, almost two weeks later. Anyways, so whatever, we get our cars dropped off. We go to the hotel, yada, yada. So we land in Nashville and I was like, holy shit. I was like on the, on the plane ride from Reno when we were leaving Reno, our flight was at like six and the sun was rising. I was looking, this is going to sound dramatic, but I was like looking at Mount Rose, looking at the mountains. I mean, it's really pretty when it snows in Reno and we're taking off and I just start fucking bawling my eyes out. I'm listening to Good Looking by Suki Waterhouse, which you guys know that that's like one of my favorite 
songs ever, ever. Okay. Love it. And I'm just, I'm just bawling my eyes out. And it was more so, I don't know how to describe it. Reno was our home for five years, my home for five years, Nash's home for four years. And it was more so just like relief, exhaustion, happiness, sadness, and just like, I don't know if whether it's anxiety or, or it was more so like, this is it, right? Like this is really happening. We have been looking forward to this moment of flying out of Reno. Like we don't really plan on going back to Reno. Like we don't have family there. We have some friends there, but we didn't really root ourselves in Reno a lot. And there's like nothing that's driving us back to Reno. So I'm like, this is worth me. I'm like, we're never coming back. Um, but I was just like, this is it. Like we aren't coming back. This is a one-way flight. We have thought about this moment for, oh, like a, a couple of years now, but definitely over like the entirety of 2023, like it's, it's here. And it just was like, I don't know. It was just a lot. It was very overwhelming and it was just a very sad and happy moment. You know, it just was like, wow, we're really growing up. We're really doing this. Like Reno for me, like I've said many times was never, and for Nash too, it was never a place that we wanted to be long-term. We never saw ourselves raising our kids there, getting a home there and just being there long-term. It just was not our vibe. Um, it's a great little city. It's a tiny town. I would city, I guess it's not a town, but it's a tiny city. Um, it's growing a lot, growing a lot, but, and it's next to Lake Tahoe, which is one of the most beautiful lakes in the world. It's on the border of California. So it's only three hours from the Bay where we grew up. So there was a lot of like really great things about it, but it just was not our vibe. And we just didn't love it there. We liked it a lot. And we'll always like cherish, like Reno will always have a special place, place in our hearts because I feel like Reno watched me grow up and watched me grow into a young woman. Like I graduated college there. I started my business there. Nash and I moved in for the first time there. And Nash and I created a home there. It just, and there was a lot like with our relationship that happened there and it just was so much growth and Nash started his career there. And it just, it was a great little place for us. And I know I'm making this traumatic, but it just, yeah, I, I just, I, I will definitely, I won't miss Reno, but I'll miss like the idea and the thought of it and like what it was for us. So yeah, that was great. We ended up, you know, coming and flying in. My parents pick us up from the airport. Um, and then Nash and I pretty much immediately grabbed the place or the keys to our new home here. Um, we live close to, to Nashville, which is great. We're only like a couple miles from downtown, which is just awesome because we wanted to be close to Nashville. Like we've never lived in a major city before. Neither of us have. So we wanted to for sure. Like my parents live in Franklin, which is about 30 minutes south of Nashville. And we, we looked there originally, like that's where we were originally going to move. But I was like, dude, we're fucking young. We don't even have a dog. Like let's live in the city. Like, let's try to do this. If we can find a home, like let's do this. So we ended up finding, finding an amazing home. And yeah, now we, um, we're here, we get, we get here, my parents pick us up. We stay with my parents for about a week at their at their house, which is so awesome, like, you know, that we were able to do that. They they have the room and they're happy to have us, but it just is great. So we didn't have to like stay at a hotel or an Airbnb or whatever because the chaos only was just getting started. So pretty much 
what what had happened was, you know, we get the keys to our place. We do like an empty tour, make sure everything is up to speed. Everything was fine the first day. We come back the next day and our heating is not working. We literally, you guys, it's been three weeks since we've had the keys to the house. Yesterday, we just got our heating fixed and figured out what the problem was. But our heating was not working. Like we walk in, it's like 55 degrees. And guess what happens? (laughs) A massive, okay, massive for Nashville, snowstorm fucking hits Nashville. In a matter of 24 hours, they get more snow than they get in the entire year that they usually get on average. (laughs) I hate the snow now. Like I literally hate the snow now. Like I will only do snow if I really want to spend the money to go to like, you know, a a place that has snow, like Nash doesn't even secure snowboard. I don't anymore. I used to when I grew up, but like I am at the point now where I'm like snow is, I have beef with snow. I used to like it in Reno because I thought it was fun and cute and cuddly and warm and snuggly. Now I fucking hate it because then it dumps in Nashville. Okay. And let me tell you something about this. When it dumps in Reno, they delay school. They'll give a snow day every once in a while, but they'll just delay school until 10 a.m. Okay. It, it dumped quote unquote here. Like I would say what, like maybe a foot of snow dumped a foot of snow. You guys are all laughing. Um, and the entire city shut down. No, the entire middle, middle Tennessee shut the fuck down because what was that Nashville? What was that? I literally could not believe that nothing was open. Nothing was open. Nobody went to work, which is fine. Like that, that explains, I mean, everything, but nobody knew what to do. Nobody knew what to do. And so Nash and I are used to driving in snow. Like we're chilling. We're used to driving snow. We're like, oh, this is not that bad. Like it's, this is a lot for Nashville, but it's like not that bad compared to like what we're used to in Reno. Like this is like an average snow day in Reno. Right. So we try to come out here because our, cause I didn't leave any water dripping at our place because it was not supposed to snow like it did. It was not. Okay. So whatever fucking weather predictors there are, the weather app, the weather people, I need everybody to step it up a little bit because the mispredictions of a sprinkling of snow to it getting like a foot and a half of snow, there's a big difference there. So what are we, what are we not reading in the atmosphere? Anyways, so we, I, I told Nash, I was like, dude, we have to get out to our place because we got to leave water dripping. Like, I don't want the pipes to freeze. Yes, this place is like brand new and was just built, but like we're, we're now in a home. We're not in like a cute little apartment. We're in like a fucking home. Like this is our responsibility to take care of this shit. So we come out here, we walk inside, it's 54 degrees in our place and the heat is set at 65. So I was like, great great. The heat's not working. We, you know, have the water dripping, whatever. I'm texting my property manager. It's just been mayhem since then. And since it snowed, um, everything was pushed back. Like our cable guy was pushed back. Um, the movers, I don't even know what was going on in Reno, but it hadn't snowed and really dumped in, in Reno or anything since then. But I was like, this is crazy. So pretty much, um, we, Go, we're still living at my parents' house, and I'm pretty much just waiting to get a notification on the fact, like from U Haul, and get an update from U Haul being like, hey, your stuff is shipped, or like getting an update from the cars, like, hey, your, your cars have shipped, and get like the dispatch people are supposed to call me for the cars and be like, hey, we're picking up your car right now. And I'm like, okay, cool. We don't hear from them at all. A week goes by, still nothing. I call U Haul, and I'm like, hey, like, our stuff looks like it's still in Reno. Like, when do you guys plan on sending it? Like, do you guys have a driver or like what's going on here? And basically they're like, oh yeah, from anywhere from the 17th 
through the 23rd latest, it can be picked up and you're guaranteed to get your stuff by Saturday, the 27th. I was like, okay, cool. Like I totally hear you on that. But, uh, is it, do you know if you guys have a driver and if it's, you have a confirmed date, I would assume I called them around. This was the 19th and the 20th. I gave them a call on both days and I was like, yeah, I know. Like it's technically solved till the 23rd, but like, do you guys have a driver yet? Like, is, is there like a confirmed date where it's like, oh yes, they're picking it up. So I call on Saturday. What was that? The 20th or something. And the general manager picks up the phone, Phil, great guy. No, no, you know, by now with all the stuff that went, went down in Reno with the U-Haul and having to like rebook it and stuff. Um, He's like, oh yeah, your stuff is actually scheduled to be picked up today. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited. I told Nash, I'm like, all of our stuff in U-Haul is being picked up today. It should probably come by my birthday, which is the 23rd on Tuesday, or maybe even the 24th on Wednesday. Like so pumped, super, super excited. He's like, yeah, you'll get an email notification today. Still no, still nothing on my cars, on the cars at all, my cars, the cars at all. So I was like, whatever, I'm more excited to get our stuff here than, you know, our cars, although having our cars would be nice. So then Saturday goes by, I get no notification or phone call or email that our stuff has left Reno. And I check the location of the boxes and it still says Reno. So I give them a call on Sunday. I was like, hey, I was told that my, uh, you know, all my stuff, my four pods were supposed to be picked up yesterday and they weren't. And some girl on the phone, she goes, yeah, they're just, yeah, I don't really know about that, but, um, they're supposed to be picked up from now until the 23rd. I was like, no, I totally get that. Totally hear you. Um, but yesterday it was confirmed that they were supposed to be picked up. So why weren't they picked up? She's like, well, it's just, it can be picked up until the 23rd. So I'm losing my fucking mind at this point. Again, patience is not one of my virtues. So I'm just like, okay, you know what? I have until the 23rd. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Sunday goes by. Monday goes by. Our shit is still in Reno. So Tuesday or Monday night, I call. It's the 22nd. And I give them a call in the evening. I'm like, hey, listen. I understand that there is a window between the 17th and the 23rd that our stuff was supposed to be picked up, but it's now the 22nd at night. Our stuff is supposed to be picked up latest tomorrow. Do you guys have a driver? What is the fucking update? And a guy gets on the phone and he's like, oh yeah. He's like, it doesn't look like we have a driver confirmed yet. (laughs) I'm sorry. You don't have a driver confirmed to pick up our stuff and drive it across the fucking country. And it's supposed to leave in a matter of like the next 24 hours. Like, you don't have a human being that's ready to, to haul our shit for pods across the country. I was like, you guys need to figure this out. I was like, I get that there's a window. I'm trying to like understand that, but it's now 24 hours until like our stuff is picked up latest and you guys don't have a driver. Like this is on you guys. You guys are the one that, um, you know, works outside to get your carriers to hire people to do this. Like, this is not on us to do that. U-Haul is supposed to take care of that. And he's like, no, I totally get it, ma'am. Like, I'm going to get this figured out, whatever. So finally, like late Tuesday night, he gives a call and he's like, yeah, we got a driver confirmed. We switched carriers, got a driver confirmed. He's going to be picking up your stuff tonight. And I was like, thank God. So long story short, they end up having to switch the carriers and the driver picks up the shit within a couple hours. And I'm like, if only they did that a couple of days prior to whatever, but it's still, it was within the 23rd window. So I can't be mad. Our stuff ends up getting, um, here, you know, within a couple of days, our cars were picked up as well. And we're, we're here within a couple of days and everything like that. So it just was, it was a lot, but it was 
we're, we're very happy that everything kind of smoothly worked out, even though like the cars were delayed, the U-Haul boxes were delayed. And then our cars, when they were already shipped, were like the day that we were supposed to get them. He's like, oh, I won't be there for another six hours because it was noon. They were supposed to be dropped off. It was noon. And I was like, where's our cars? I had to reach out to somebody to reach out to us to me to reach out to the dispatch and be like, where the fuck are our cars? And he's like, oh, I'm delayed six hours. I'm like, would have been nice if you called us and told us that. So it's just like the communication aspect of all of this was insanity. And just, it was just a bunch of little things, just a bunch of little things considering the entire state of Tennessee, I feel like shut down with the snow, like everything was pushed back, which it is what it is. Like, again, I'm just an impatient person, but Long story short, felt really good to get that off my chest. I just need to let you guys know. Need to let you guys know. There are so many other details that I'm probably missing, and I will definitely dive into on the moving episode. But long story short, we are here. We are in our home. We are moved in. All of our stuff is here. Both of our cars are here. We are safe, and we are so fucking happy. We are so fucking happy. It, like... Uh, it's a dream. It's a dream to be here. I'm already obsessed with the city of Nashville, even though it's been like, you know, it just melted snow, everything. It's just been like crazy having to move in and do everything. But now this is our first weekend in our home. And I just, I love it. The weather is great. Like I just, oh, I just feel like this place really is our home. And it feels like the city is our home too. There is literally so many fucking things to do. And I'm already just so much happier. Like there's so many things to do here, you guys. Like it's insane. And that's the thing about Reno is that there was not that many things to do. The only things that there were not only, but the majority of the things that you could do were outdoor activities like camping, hiking, paddle boarding, um, you know, going on runs, going to Lake Tahoe, just outdoorsy type stuff, like RVing, skiing, snowboarding, that kind of stuff. Nash and I don't do that. I'm a glamper, not a camper. So if I'm going camping, I need to stay in a place that has hot water and a shower. Call me whatever you want, but I will not do that. I don't like bugs and I don't like to be dirty. I have to be clean before I go to bed every night. It is what it is. Camping is not for everybody. It really is not. And the outdoorsy, wildernessy stuff, not for everybody. So if you like that kind of stuff, go to Reno. You will absolutely fucking love it there. But that's not us. We like to do other things. We're very big foodies. There's so much to eat here, you guys. There's so much on DoorDash. Like, I'm just saying, like, even though we really don't DoorDash that often, but like when you would go on DoorDash in Reno, there was literally like six places total. And they were all like fast food restaurants, chain restaurants. But here there's like so much stuff that you can do and so much to order. And it's just like cute little coffee shops that have fucking bookstores in them. And also cute little flower shops that have bookstores in them that have coffee that it's all of these little trinky dinky places. I'm obsessed. And I feel like we know, I know we haven't even like really explored things yet because it's been really cold, but the weather is starting to get really nice. And it just is, it's just a dream. We feel so fucking blessed to be here. And we just are, we're obsessed with it and we're excited. We've got a 15 month lease. So we've got a good like year and a half in this place before we decide to make our next move, which I'm not even going to think about because I just really want to be present in the moment. But that is the move. That is the move you guys. And I just want to let you guys know too, a little bit of an update. I, we're going to be doing audio we're going to be doing audio for now with the podcast, but I'm in the works of getting video done. Okay. I want to record this shit because I want to look you in the eyes. 
and I want us to make I love. I want us to do that. And I really want to record this stuff. So that's a whole different ball game. I'm just trying to take it one step at a time, but just know we'll be doing audio, but we will be dropping video and audio sooner than you think. And I'm really, really, really excited to do that because that's like the next step that I want to take with this thing, with this little baby that we created, you and me made I love. And we created this little podcast baby and I'm obsessed with it. And I'm so like, I already feel so much better. You guys like yesterday was a really, really brutal day. And I'm taking like a social media break just a little bit. I know it's like, Oh, I'm taking a break, like whatever, even though it's like my whole life and I'm constantly chronically online. But, and I know when people say that it's like, Oh, they're just, you know, annoying, but I am taking like a little bit of a break this weekend just because it was just a lot. Yesterday was mentally a lot getting reading messages about myself, like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of messages and comments and all these different things were it was, yeah, it was tough. It was brutal. And it really just, again, we'll just dive into that at another time. But I just want you to know that like this podcast means so much to me. And like even just recording this episode and doing this has cheered me up like so much. Like this is this is such a form of therapy for me. And I just appreciate you guys being here with me and for me and like having my back and allowing me to have the little bit of break with the podcast and stuff and like coming back. I have so much fun stuff planned for this season and having like a permanent guest on for the best details episodes, getting back into those, sharing your guys' stories, like definitely bear with me because I'm just trying to get settled here and get my fucking life together and get my shit together. But I'm really excited and just know that there's, there's a lot in the works in the background and I do want to get this up on video and I'm excited to start kind of like building the hype for that now so we can chill together and hang out and you can get all snuggly wuggly and I'll get all snuggly bugly in my cute little podcast room setup that I have and we can just chat and hang out once a week and it's going to be great. So just know that that's that. And I want to update you on my book situation. Okay. All my book talk babies. So, um, I'm an audiobook whore. I am an audiobook ho, ho, ho now. And I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. And I don't want to hear it from people, whether you read it or whether you're listening to it, reading is reading. Okay. Can the act of like physically reading a book and something be like, it's a different experience. They're two different experiences. Okay. Because when you sit down, like it's a luxury to be able to sit down and fucking read a book. If you have time to do that, God bless. You know, like my time is at, at night time, you know, where I can like Nash is already sleeping. So he falls asleep so early and I, that's my time to read, but it really is a luxury. Like if you're a mom and you're out there and you're carrying the fucking team on your back and you've got four kids and you've got to live their lives and also your life. And also fucking you have another child with it being maybe your husband or your wife or whatever. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. So reading and sitting down to read is a luxury. And I feel like I am pounding through, I'm going to tell you what, but like with these audiobooks, I'm just obsessed and it has to be the dramatized. I want to say dramatized. That's not a word. Dramatized version of the book in order for me to like it. Because if I listen to a regular audiobook, it sounds like Siri and I can't do that. I need some like, I need some drama to it. I need some like flavor with the voices and background noises and stuff. So, um, with that being said, I did read physically read a book called your brain on birth control. And, uh, yeah, that was a doozy. That was a doozy. We could definitely talk about that another time, but that pretty much confirmed everything that I think about birth control and the pill and, and this, that, the other, and like how it chemically changes who you are as a person. And it, and it, chemically, since that chemically changes you, it physically changes you and everything that you think and feel 
on birth control is completely different than what you think and feel off of birth control. And it sounds like a scary concept, but it's true. It's true. It really changes you. It literally changes you chemically as a person anyways. Um, so I read that book while we were amidst the move because I couldn't really get into like anything fictional. I didn't want to start anything or commit to anything. I did read Icebreaker as well. That was such a cute fucking cheesy, not even cheesy, but kind of cheesy book. Super easy read. If you are brand new to spicy world or brand new to reading and you want to get into like a cute romance book and you want to be hooked in, read Icebreaker right now. You have to, like, it is such a cute book and it's easy to read. And it was fucking spicy for what reason? For what reason? The book cover looks like I would give that to like a a 10-year-old girl. Do not give it to any girl lower than the age of 18, please, for the love of God. Like that is some raunchy shit. And I loved it. But with without further ado, let me announce what I'm listening to on graphic audio, but you can just listen to it on Audible and just do the dramatized version. Um, I'm listening to Akatar. I had to go back into the Akatar world because I, for some reason, ended up on Akatar Book Talk on TikTok, and my entire feed was Akatar. And I'm like, holy fuck, that's why I've been depressed because I, I don't, I'm not living in a world right now. Like Akatar consumed me for all of like October and November, and then the holidays hit, and then we're focusing on the move December January, and I'm like, why have I been so like empty inside? <laughs> it's because I haven't been able to escape to another world. So I'm back in Akatar right now. I'm listening to. Um, Akamoof or, you know, A Court of Miss and Fury on uh, graphic audio. I'm written listening to the dramatized version of it and I'm obsessed with it. I'm actually two hours away from being finished with the book. I'm just about to approach chapter 54 and 55. If you know, you know, if you know, you know, it's what it's been building up for. But let me tell you that listening to it as opposed to reading it, because let me make it clear. I've already read Akatar, the entire series. If you guys didn't know that, if you didn't know that about that little thing about me, but I didn't listen. I could not listen to the first book. Okay. I, I didn't, I don't want to reread the first book and I didn't want to listen to it at all. The original, like just A Court of Thorns and Roses book number one, because I'm like, I already know about it. I want to get, I want to just start into the thick of it. And so I just decided to start listening to A Court of Mist and Fury. And I'm so glad that I did that. So I'm almost done with part one. Um, and I'm going to be listening to part two, which I'm super, super excited for. And yeah, it definitely has been helping me a lot. Like I've been listening to it in the car while I'm unpacking, while I'm cleaning and like listening to audiobooks is just the best. Like I'm, I'm pounding through that. It's only like part one is eight hours. And I think part two is around the same. So, I mean, essentially like you could finish the book in a day reading it or listening to it. But if you listen to it all day, obviously that would be insane. If you listen to like 17 hours of an audio book, honestly, this shit is good. It's good. It's got like flavor in their voices. It's got background noises. It's got a little bit of music. It's amazing. I really love it. And it just makes the experience a lot, a lot better um, and spicier. I will say I'm like listening to it to the second time and I'm like, God damn, like, did I miss that in the first book? So anyways, yeah, that's that's kind of the update on everything right now. And also, amidst yesterday's chaos and drama, I needed to escape a little bit. And Nash was, you know, he fell asleep early as per usual. And so I opened up my box that had all my books in it. And I was like, I want to read. Like, I like to physically read before bed, but I like to audiobook during the day. Does that kind of make sense? Because I don't want to like sit there and listen to the book in bed. Like, I want to be able to physically read it if you're picking up what I'm putting down. So I picked up, mm -hmm, I picked up Assassin's Blade. I picked up Assassin's Blade in the Throne of Glass series by Sarah J. Moss. I'm back into the Mossiverse full 
full speed ahead. I'm listening to her and also reading her. Uh, so I am doing both right now. I'm still going to be listening to A Court of Mist and Fury on graphic audio during the day. And then at night, I'm only one chapter in, so everyone sit the fuck down. I don't know anything about the book. I can't tell you whether I like it or I don't. But I started it. I finally did. I started Throne of Glass because after yesterday and going through all that shit on social media and like this, that, the other, I just needed, I'm like, okay, now's the time where I need to escape to another world. I don't care if it's spicy or not. I know you guys say that like Throne of Glass, that whole series is not really spicy, but it's just so good. And that's just what I need right now. I don't really care about spice as much right now. I just kind of need to escape. So that's what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. And I don't want to keep you here any longer. I don't want to keep you here any longer. Well, I do. Honestly, I want to talk to you all day long, but I don't want to keep you here too much longer. I know this episode was a little bit longer, but thank you for letting me catch up. Thank you for letting me vent. Like genuinely, you guys, like my energy was low. I was sad. I was just like not mentally okay and feeling the best. But now I genuinely feel so much better. Like I do. I really do. And I just love this podcast. I love you guys. I'm so happy we got to catch up and just shoot the shit a little bit. And you'll notice maybe a new little, maybe a new little podcast cover for season two. Mm -hmm. She's cute. She's kind of cute, right? Like, I don't know. I was like, let's do like a boss ass biatch vibes. And that's what I was trying to go for. Like boss woman, entrepreneur, best Yang, that's where we're at. So, anyways, I'm gonna shut the fuck up now and I'm gonna get going because I've got to unpack and just keep keep doing my thing. But I love you guys so much. Thank you. Oh my god, thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. It is always a blessing to hang out with me. You, blah, blah, blah. you, you know you're my favorite person ever. You know you're my favorite person to hang out with. And I needed this. I needed this hangout more, probably more than you did, probably more than anybody. Like this was honestly just for me. This was for me, myself, and I. But I love you so much. I hope you have such a wonderful morning, evening, night whatever you're doing, wherever you're at. Thank you for listening and I will talk to you soon.